You're listening to the WR Podcast, Let Freedom Ring. Simple talk on current events with a little bit of how you would say a punk rock attitude with your host, Will Ramos. To become a police officer is an honor and a privilege. But once that privilege becomes abused, then there's no honor. The abuse of power while wearing a badge is not law enforcement. Police officers are some of the most upstanding citizens. The job itself requires officers to not only enforce the law, it also entails that they carry themselves in an ethical manner. As police officers, you interact with a wide range of people on a daily basis. You'll encounter a wide range of people from all walks of life, nationalities, social backgrounds, religious beliefs, you name it, they will encounter it. Now, a police officer's job is to act objectively while still in accordance with the law. This demands a great deal of patience and respect. They will often find themselves in stressful, even life-threatening situations, not only physically demanding, but a lot of mental and emotional strength is definitely needed to become a police officer. Autonomous, having the freedom to govern itself. Autonomous, or control its own affairs. Autonomous, self-governing. Autonomous, independent. Autonomous, free. Autonomous, self-ruling. Autonomous, self-determining. Autonomous, self-sufficient? Really? I don't think so. Seattle's free zone looks more like a refugee camp. And who's going to support this? The self-declared autonomous zone was established by protesters who barricaded the area around a Seattle police precinct on June 8th. And since then, demonstrators have offered movie screenings, poetry performances, free food, medical supplies, and more in makeshift camping area. Now, sections of the sidewalk have been partitioned for a conversation cafe where a sign invites people to, in quotes, talk about anti-fascism and no cop co-op where free food is handed out. Now, the reason the protesters are there is clear. Floyd's death ignited a spark that led to unrest that played out in cities across the country. But the demands of protest are not evident by the divergent messaging coming from people within the zone. One wall inside the zone lists three demands. Defund the police department, fund community health, and drop all criminal charges against protesters. <sighs> While another fence lists five. I know, it's funny. On the medium, 
or on Medium, the Free Capitol Hill movement published a list of 30 demands in a post that includes the degentrification of Seattle, starting with rent control and the abolition or the abolishment of imprisonment. While the Seattle Times reports that some protesters simply want to run or turn the police precinct into a community center. Local Black Lives Matter leaders have said they will vacate the area once their demands have been met and have called occupation, in quotes, temporary for now. The protest zone has, wait a minute, that sounds like terrorism, doesn't it? Holding things hostage? In return for demand? That's crazy. Good job, city official. Good job. You suck. Seattle's free zone looks like a refugee camp. And like I said, who is going to fund that? Taxpayer ain't going to fund that. To set up a country, you need educated minds, economic experts, laws that unite, and laws that work for the people, for the people, and by the people. Not radical takeovers by criminals and warlords. With one-sided thinking, go against them, and you find yourself an outcast. These takeovers usually end up in communism and dictatorships. The people relying on radical leaders to lead them like sheep? Unheard of. In America? And it gets better. On Tuesday, protesters in Seattle took over City Hall for about an hour and demanded her her resignations. Hours after Black Lives Matter group sued the Seattle Police Department, alleging that the city has violated the constitutional rights of demonstrators by using rough crowd control tactics. Uh, when you're like spitting and cursing and throwing things at police police officers, uh, yeah. Durkin and the police chief has best chief best have tweaked police tactics, including ordering officers to display badge numbers and banning the use of tear gas. For at least 30 days. Durkin has also promised to invest at least 100 million into minority communities and to establish a community driven black commission. The city council is looking into tweaking the police budget as well. Just a lot of crap. You know, following your warlord, giving him or her power and praise. Why are you giving scraps and leftovers? Enough. Enough already. This is America. The action of one police officer does not give the right to destroy what our founding fathers rigorously put together to enrich us with liberty and justice. Justice. People are getting tired of this. The silent majority are growing tired. But you won't hear or see this on local medias or some platforms. You won't because it's not part of the narrative. This will carry on to November because they think, they think Trump won't get reelected. You must be out of your goddamn mind. You got another thing coming for you. Antifa is destroying our communities, rioting, looting. Yet Joe Biden kneels down and his staff sends money for bail. 
and Biden fails to stand up to the radical leftists fighting to defund and abolish the police. With Biden kneeling to the left, we'd have chaos in the streets. President Trump is standing up for us, keeping our communities safe, protecting minority-owned businesses, and always standing for our flag. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. 911, what is your emergency? Yes, hello, 911. I got someone breaking into my house. They're breaking into your home right now. Yeah, right now. Send the fucking police. What kind of police? <laughs> Bitch, what you mean, what kind of police? Due to recent policy changes regarding police brutality, we need to ensure that the officers we send out are guaranteed to not be viewed as racist, trigger-happy, discriminatory in the event of a violent confrontation. So what are they armed with? Look, I don't give a fuck who y'all send. I don't know what the fuck they armed with. In order to send help, I need to know what race the perpetrators are, their age, their sexual orientation, what gender they are. Why the fuck does any of that even fucking matter? I don't fucking know. They wear masks and shit. We cannot send white officers out there if the perpetrators breaking into your home are non-Caucasian. I can't send officers out there with guns if the alleged burglars are not armed. All right, listen here. We was kings, didn't do nothing. Sir? Now, I know it sounds funny and a little humorous, but what if, what if you called the police department and you had to, <laughs> you had to answer all those questions? It's far from reality, but we have to keep it like that. Don't make this nonsense that we're going through a reality. Please. If you want to help the Black Lives Matter movement, on their website, there's a place to donate where you can learn about how to donate to the cause. If you scroll down, you'll see that Act Blue Charities is the organization collecting the donations. If you click on their terms and conditions, you'd expect to see things on like how you can make this donation tax deductible or how you could get a refund if you accidentally don't want to donate to Black Lives Matter. But instead, you strangely see information on campaign finance laws and information on how they can redesignate your contribution to another cause. That's really strange that Act Blue is talking about campaign finance laws. Oh, it's because Act Blue, who's taking donations to help black people, is a hardcore supporter of Democrats. Which makes sense, because there were several black candidates for the presidential nomination for the Democrat race this year. Except Act Blue only donated to white people running for president. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting it is. And here's a former Antifa member explaining in his own words his experience. Within Antifa itself, there's a lot of different groups that you'll find. Uh, a lot of the members may do it for animal rights or for anti-capitalism, pro-socialism. Personally, when I was in Antifa, a lot of the activism I did was for animal rights. But once they come together in the black block and the, under the, behind the black mask, they kind of forget all that. They go for that common goal of silencing whatever their opposition at the moment is. And oftentimes we've seen them uh, silence people simply for political disagreements. And the opposition is destroy everything good. And now everything bad is good. The irony of it all. Never go for retard. I just can't. Until next time. You're listening to the WR Podcast. Let freedom ring. Simple talk on current events with a little bit of how you would say a punk rock attitude. With your host, 
Will Ramos.